what would you tell the listener who is thinking of even just starting the side hustle or the listener who is kind of at that side hustle and then they're ready to take the leap to go full time? Like just do it. You know, I know it's scary and it's, and it's nerve wracking. And you, if you don't know what you're Mm -hmm. doing, just do it. You have the skills in order to, to do what you need to do and the business stuff will come along with it. You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Bozeman. In this podcast, I'm sharing business systems and strategies specifically tailored to the bridal sewing industry so you can build your own modern and profitable bridal alterations business. Join me as I also get to chat with fellow seamstresses and share their personal success stories. I'm so glad you're here and that we can grow together in this unique trade. Kirsten, I'm so pumped for this conversation because first of all, you're so much fun. So yay. And I think that your story is so relatable for so many people like currently working at home or kind of starting this side hustle and then thinking about maybe, I don't know, doing this full time. So I really appreciate your time and your expertise in this area and just you being willing to share your story. So um, how about you tell us how you started sewing? Let's start there. Or Uh, even other stuff about yourself. It doesn't just need to be about sewing because we love all of you. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I started kind of late in my life. I didn't start really sewing until I got to college and I kind of just happened to fell fall into this industry. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know what I wanted to do growing up. I was always into theater. I was very athletic and, I kind of did a lot of things. Um, So I really enjoyed the theater. Mm -hmm. So my idea was when I got to college, I was going to go undecided and then kind of take a few classes and everything. And I started in the theater program and I took a costuming class. And through that intro to costuming class, I also had a practicum or like a lab and Mm -hmm. you learned how to sew. You did the basic stitches. You learned how to thread a sewing machine and use the sewing machine. And I was the best in my class. And people- So this is your first time threading a machine was in college? Yes. (laughs) Oh my word. Oh my gosh. Okay, keep going. I I did like a little bit of sewing here and there for like my costumes, but it was just in in high school, but it wasn't like I wasn't making these full-fledged costumes. Yeah. So- I had some friends in my class and they would come to me and like, can you sew this for me? So it looks better. (laughs) I'm like, no, you can do it yourself, but yeah, sure. I'll help. (laughs) Um, So then after that, after I took that, I, we would take practicums in the departments where we had our labs. Mm -hmm. So that next semester I worked in the costume shop. I was doing like little piecework, hand sewing here and there. And then they would give me a little bit of bigger projects to work on and so on and so forth. Just easy stuff. And then I worked, I would work backstage doing um, the crew for one of the shows that we would be working on. And then at the end of the semester, the costume um, shop supervisor comes to me and says... I'm going to hire you next semester to work in the costume shop because you, you're great. So, Oh my goodness. Yeah. So <gasps> that I kind of is like so cool. Just dove right in and really got into it. I designed shows. 
um, not only for the school year, but for a summer stock theater, like a professional theater yeah. that was affiliated with my college. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, so that's my, how so, I started. So when you went to school, were you like, were you a vocalist? Were you a dancer? Like, what was your favorite part about being on the stage before you realized that you were meant to I be mean, the seamstress of the crew? So I, I did dance growing up. I did tap and okay. jazz and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't per se say that I was great at acting, but mm-hmm. I had a very- I, I would beg to differ because <laughs> I've seen your reels. So we all know well, you, you know, do. taking the acting <laughs> classes in school helped. <laughs> um, but I, I, I just, I loved being on stage. I loved being a part of a community that mm-hmm. all had our own specific fields, but then all came yeah. together as one. So I really yeah. liked that. Um, and, uh, I guess costuming was if I wasn't going to act because the musical theater program at the school at my, at my um, college was very big and mm. the kids that were in the program were amazing. Yeah. So, so it was really I competitive. Knew that I couldn't be a musical theater major and I didn't mm-hmm. want to do just acting. So I want, and I loved working with my hands. So I was like, Oh yeah, I'll do costuming. I'll sew. Also, wow, yeah. that is so cool how you it found you like that is yeah. so yeah. cool. And same thing oh with, the, with bridal, like falling into and finding bridal. It's just yeah. uh, like how everything kind of lined up and yeah, I haven't looked back. So. so when you left college, did you work? OK, so you need to tell the Santa story. Oh, the sa- well, that's not, till, that's not till oh, 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 okay, 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 I'm cutting, I'm cutting ahead, okay, because <laughs> that is amazing, and of course, I was thinking of you on yes, okay. um, <laughs> but okay, so when you left college, did you get a, a like a sewing job right away? Did you work in costuming? Was that your first like career path out so, of school? In the theater world, it's all based on commission pieces, so you're not hired in a shop as a regular, it's based on like what show you're working on. So Mm -hmm. I did work um, at the Cleveland Opera for one of their shows doing being a stitcher. And um, that was a great opportunity for me because Mm -hmm. I got to be up in the in the city and working in the costume shop there was amazing. Uh, But what show was it as a vocalist? Of course, I'm interested. You know, I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I was just a stitcher, so I wasn't involved with like the production at all. So I was. Just oh there. wow! So, yeah, yeah. So wow! If, if you're not like a designer or like an assistant designer, you, you're just there to like crank out the pieces and get right, them right. Um, but so that was only a part-time gig for a certain amount of weeks. So I needed to find something else. Mm-hmm. And once I graduated college. I, my mom was looking online, you know, like, oh, she's got to find, I got to find her a job. And she's like, <laughs> thanks mom. <laughs> thanks, mom. <laughs> my mom kind of helped me this way. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so she sent me this link to, to apply for a job in an alteration in the alterations department at David's bridal. Okay. And that's kind of where I found and fell in love with bridal was there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What a cool. So how long were you at David's? So there 
Um, I was there. So I only, my life is crazy. So I lived, (laughs) (laughs) I lived, you know, I went to school in Ohio and my apartment I had until August. So I worked at the, and I graduated in December. So I Mm -hmm. worked from December or January. Once I got back from home, um, from the holidays, January Mm -hmm. to August, really. And then I moved home and then I worked at the Manhattan location of David's Bridal for a few months. And then it was slow season. Okay. So, and they do like layoffs. And so Mm -hmm. you don't go as much. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was there for only a few months. And after that, I did a lot of different jobs. I was in the city. I was on the island. I worked for a local theater here. And um, then I found myself back in theater working for a costume shop in Manhattan, Mm -hmm. working for, uh, this is where the Santa story comes. So working for, (laughs) working for, um, doing Broadway shows. I did Motown, Mm -hmm. Cinderella. I worked on the Macy's Day Santa Claus costume. And he was really fun. He came in one day and I was like, I've, and I've always been afraid of like meeting Santa and (laughs) so don't judge me. I've never met any of them. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, it was really awesome. And, um, and then after that, because it was not a consistent job, mm-hmm. I found myself back uh, in bridal, working at a salon in the city, doing wow. everything under the sun. Yeah. Wow. So all while all while doing alterations at home. Okay. This was always something that you were like, hey, I can always get this extra stream of income coming yeah. in from home. Yeah. So I think of like people who, you know want to get into sewing or especially specifically bridal sewing and they feel kind of inadequate because they didn't have formal training. And then they're hearing you talk about costuming. Yeah. But that is different than, can you tell us the difference between like those skills and like going to design school? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like sometimes it can feel intimidating to hear somebody's story of like, okay, they went to college to learn this and I didn't go to college to learn these skills. You know what I mean? So what are some things that you still had to pick up in bridal, even though like you, you know, studied costume and I'm assuming some sort of design with that? Yeah. So it was a um, costume design with a um, concentration in, in technology. So the technology part like the construction okay. of the costuming um, and like the pattern making and all of that. Mm-hmm. So with costuming, I feel like they kind of go hand in hand in a way because you have to be able to take up, take apart a costume or yeah. something someone's worn before and make it fit someone else, but okay. still yeah. keeping all of the integrity of the, of the outfit, but also saving it for someone that's 10 mm-hmm. years down the line being going to be able to wear it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it, I think they kind of go hand in hand, but where I think they differ is the different types of fabrics that they, that we would use like with bridal, it's a definitely more delicate fabrics, whereas costuming mm-hmm. you have more of like the, the heavier pieces, although there have been some, some of like more delicate fabrics that I did work with, it wasn't like I had to, you know, make sure that I, I didn't put a hole in it, you know, Yeah, because I had all of the extra fabric. I could cut the piece again. Right, you know? right, right. So, and you're working uh, with like drapery as opposed to like tulle. So yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> so I think that's where they kind of differ and finding the skill set to work on the more delicate fabrics was something that I mm-hmm. had to yeah. And that's okay. Cause it's all, it's all, I'm still learning, you know, it's right. still a learning process where you, you, you know how to do something and then you get something that's complete, that's similar, but different. And you're like, okay, how do I go about right. fixing this? And that's so, what I always hear. Yeah. yeah. It's like people, yeah. even no matter how skilled they are, it's like, once they get into bridal sewing, there's always going to be something new that we need to learn. And I even yeah. just, I had a new and different style dress, you know, like last month that I was like, okay, how do I, yeah. You just have to look at it a little differently. Yeah figure it out still. So (laughs) you had all this experience with like costume work and then you're working at David's bridal. And then when did you first think, cause I really want to hear your story of like how you chose to leave your job, like your full-time job, and then, you know, start your own business, which is really, really exciting. So what, like, when did those like ideas start coming in your head and, um, anything lead, anything specific, like lead you to that decision or. Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) I told you my life is interesting. <laughs> so always leading up to, you know, leading up to me actually starting this business, my husband, who was my boyfriend, who has been, I've been with for like over 10 years, he's mm-hmm. always told me, why don't you just do this full time? You could totally do this full time. Like, why don't you, why don't you pursue this? I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not going to be, I, I don't know. I don't know. And he is like, the wolf of main street. He, his office is on main street. So he's like, he literally like the wolf of wall street. He's the wolf of main street. He (laughs) knows everything. He's the mayor. Like he knows everyone. So he's always, he's always pushing me and promoting me and people see his posts and they trust him. So they will trust me. So he kind of like, wow, what a connected husband. Yeah. Like different clubs. (laughs) So his, (laughs) his grandfather, um, started an insurance business and, Mm -hmm. uh, back in the day. And my mother started working there almost 20, 30 years ago, like 28 years ago, 30, 30 Mm -hmm. years ago, um, when like shortly after she had me and it was his family's business. So he, I grew up in that, in that setting, like knowing his family and, after he graduated college, he is older than me. He's seven mm-hmm. years older than me. So once he graduated, he started working at this at at the agency. And I would go in as like a senior in high school and be like, hey, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of like flirt and I'm like, okay, no, I'm a little too young for you. Okay. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, that is so cute. Becoming friends on Facebook. <laughs> And yeah, long story. Yeah, but that yeah. the family is connected. That is so cute. Okay, I'm sorry, I got you off track, but I like hearing That's them. Okay, how to meet stories. Okay, so, so back to the Wolf of Main Street. Yeah, the Wolf of Main Street. <laughs> so he always he always uh, pushed me to pursue this, and I was always kind of hesitant. I was like, oh, hmm? I don't think I'd be able to make enough money. I don't. What yeah. What do I do on the slow season where I don't have anything? What do I do? You know and mm-hmm. Everything kind of led up to um, the summer where my kids' daycare unexpectedly shut down, and we didn't know what was going to Just happen. Just this past summer, yeah, in July. Wow, wow! Yeah. I had a baby the previous August, so mm-hmm. I had some paid family leave left. So at that point, 
my oldest was in school, um, summer school. He gets like speech and OT and all that. So then uh, I took my time from, I was going to take my time from my job Mm -hmm. as my paid family leave to figure out like what to do because I couldn't leave my kids to not have someone to watch them and finding other daycare it oh, that fits yeah. our schedule and our budget was not going to be an easy thing to do mm-hmm. because where we are and where they were amazing like yeah everything was it local she's very flexible with her timing and the days mm-hmm. and I'm like I can, I'm not going to find that anywhere else yeah yeah so luckily <clears throat> a couple weeks later she reopens um, but at that point, and so I send them back, but at that point I was like, you know what? I'm going to just start like figuring this out. I'm going to start trying to promote yes, myself. Because it's almost yeah. like you needed that little, like, wait a minute, I can, like let yourself kind of play with it. Yeah. And I could yeah. do this, you know? And then that's when you start filling in the blanks of like how it's going to work. Oh, this is so yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was always in the back of my head, like, okay, well, how can I make this work? Because I've yeah. always done this on this uh, on the side. People would come to me, but with my schedule and the days and the times that I would have to work with someone or have them come to my house to do the right. thing, just it just didn't make sense to try to take on any more than I was mm-hmm. already taking on. Yeah. Um, and the time that I did have at home, I wanted to spend with my family. Yeah. So now that I... I, now that I was on my, my leave, I was just going to start, I just started promoting myself and I was like, you know, it's the start of the really busy bridal season here. Let me see what I can do. And I started my Instagram. <laughs> like I literally wow. Instagram and I made my little logo on Canva and I just, and that's where it all began. And I started researching, I found you and I was like, Oh, this girl is so cool. I got to follow her. I love her. <laughs> I don't even know her. I cannot believe that. Yeah. But it was this recent. Oh my gosh. And I I love this because it does like you just need to make it on Canva and then you just need to make the Instagram and just do the first, take the first steps. Yeah. And oh my gosh. So who was your, did your first bride come through Instagram or how did she find you? Who was my first bride this year? No. Um, I think People ha- like even on Facebook on like the little um like oh the, yeah yeah like the town groups or whatever mm-hmm. people always are like because I've worked I have friends from high school and middle school that refer to like refer me right who have been coming to me for years for like their bridesmaids dresses yeah. or even yeah. like their moms or prom or whatever um so they would refer me and I my I. I don't know who my first, my first girl was this year, but that first call where you're like, Oh my goodness, somebody's, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I have a cold I, call and it's like, Oh, they yeah. want me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Oh, you found me on Instagram. I found this girl found me, um, through either TikTok or Instagram and no way. Like, yeah. She had a previous seamstress that wouldn't take in her sleeves. And I was like, yeah, I'll take in your sleeves. Like, why won't she take in your sleeves? So she yeah. ended up coming to me because she found me on Instagram. Or oh Twitter. my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is so cool. Oh, yeah. that's like entrepreneurship at its finest. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So when you're getting into thinking of leaving, like, obviously we always, I don't know, I love pros and cons lists because it, I can see it, but yeah. like, what were the challenges, <clears throat> excuse me, that you were like thinking through, you know, before you took the leap or whatever? It was the consistency and the pay. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. That yeah. was like, the biggest thing for me because 
obviously I have my home expenses and then Mm -hmm. I have kids and then I have my own expenses. So, yeah. And like having that consistent paycheck come every week from a a full-time job was, you know, was nice. But then once I did see that, like what I could make by, by myself, I was just like, this is way more than what I ever, ever, ever got in like a month. <laughs> it was like, crazy. Oh my word. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's for, that's for a later conversation oh. off the record that we can talk yeah. more about too. Cause I'd like to hear about yeah. that, but, um, yeah. that, cause I, I totally like, even when I was teaching and, you know, matching like a teacher salary is like, and at the time when I left, I was like part-time teaching. So it was very right. easy to match that salary. Um, yeah. but even then it was like, okay, that fear of like, you have to come up with your own money. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, I'm responsible for paying myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's scary too. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Old enough to do this now. (laughs) You know, like, am I responsible enough to do this? (laughs) Yes. 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 So, um, but it sounds like too, like you had such a great support system in your husband. Like, that is, I mean, that is totally a game changer. If you didn't have that and, you know, having somebody who's like constantly telling you like, yes, do it. You're awesome. Like those constant yeah. reminders are so important. The manager too. He'll be like, um, KG Alts didn't post in like two days. So better get on to it. <laughs> oh, he and Drone, like, okay, they would get along just fine. Real quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, okay, Drone, it's mine. Like, yeah, I got it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but at least he cares. So whatever. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Okay. So you, like you just, you mentioned briefly, like the money, but what other upgrades or blessings or things that you're like, this is what I was so afraid of. But then once I took the leap, like, oh, this is what made it so worth it even more than I was imagining. Yeah. Um, my time, you know, I spent a lot of time traveling to my job and Mm -hmm. spending a lot of time at at that location where, you know, it, it would be like, almost 10, 12 hours out of my day because I'd be working overtime. And, um, so now that I'm home or, you know, local, I can spend more time at home with my family. Like that's yeah. something that I, I, that was, that was a lot. You know, because like leaving at a certain time and then staying, staying out of the house for so long and then coming right. back, like, I missed so many things. So actually like being able to do that, really kind of like it clicked once I left. I was like, wow, this is what I've missed this whole time. Wow. Yeah. Because I I wanted to ask you, like, were there any challenges having to work from home? Like, okay, I wasn't expecting this, but I love that initially your first response was like, yeah, I love being home. This is awesome. But like, what, were there any transitions that were like weird or hard about, you know, being home or working from home or um, I don't think so. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm a homebody. I like being, yeah, me too. like staying home. <laughs> like if I, I like wearing, you know, my sweats and although I do like to dress up, like, I feel like it's important like to get ready, even if yeah. you are working at home, like get ready yeah. for your day. Um, but for me, I think it's, sometimes it's a little hard to focus because I'm like, okay, maybe I should clean this and then I should clean that. And right. then I, yeah. you know, all the projects happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I try to not let, I try not to let that happen. I try to like look at my calendar and see what I need to get done and then know yeah. and know what I have to get done. Like I will look weeks in advance and know what I have 
and plan out my days accordingly. Like, okay, well, this day I can work on this person, this person, and this person, or I could do, I could, I could do, you know, I'll grocery shop here. I'll do that. Like I, it's all, it's all a kind of like balancing act with yeah, the home and work. Right, 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 right. And I think there is that sense you need to have kind of that that self-discipline because yeah. when I first left teaching, I didn't realize how much I needed a schedule until I didn't have one. And I, you know, I was like, I can't yeah. wait to work from home. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, I need somebody to tell me what to do. And then yeah. I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> like, okay, I had to like come up with, you know, so my first few months, I really had to have a written schedule, like almost like a child. So it's like, this is when I do this, this is when I do this. Otherwise it's like, I had all this free time and I had no idea where to start. It was like super overwhelming for me. Mm -hmm. So, um, I love how you mentioned planning ahead and looking weeks ahead and then prioritizing. So you're not like, you know, tootling around and then (laughs) cramping (laughs) on before your clients come because yes, I've been there. It's like, oh yeah, I didn't, I thought I had more time, but no, I was just playing. So Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a planner. I like to I, yeah. I like to have like set things, and I like to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I could I could like you know I but I'm e- very easygoing. Like if something changes and I need to move things around, or I just can't. I just you know some, you can be flexible. Be yeah. flexible. Yeah. 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 So what is your like? I know ten years is a long time, but like, what's like your five year goal? We can start there. I mean, I would, I would love to grow to the point where I, I can find a space outside of my house. Yeah. Although I, you know, working outside of the house will be, will, will come with its own challenges, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause then I'm out of the house again, but my kids are in, are in daycare. Right. In school, so yeah. Not, not like they're here and I'm watching them and sewing at the same time, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more responsibility that comes with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And utilities, like everything that comes along with having yeah. a separate space. So that, um, that might be a goal for me. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. thinking that I would love to, I, I mean, I would love to grow and keep expanding oh, yeah. and, you know, go from there. Yeah. And I think at that point it will feel natural. Like, okay, you're at your max where you are. And then right. if you want to grow more, you will need to, get out of the house just for the sake of even like having more space or wanting to like drive home with (laughs) (laughs) work and drive away. (laughs) You know what I mean? Not just that is behind me downstairs. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Do you think that you'd want to do any type of like designing your own dresses, like with your costume background, does that sound appealing or do you, are you in love with just alterations? I love taking things apart and putting them back together. Like that's yes. that I love to do. And I'm, I'm the builder here. Like I'm the mm-hmm. one that builds. If we get like a piece of furniture, I'm the one that builds it. Like I put everything <laughs> together. I'm like, don't touch it. I got it. <laughs> it's like a puzzle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love that. Um, so designing, I mean, I've never, I, I have, if so with, for me, I can't visually like come think, come up with new and interesting ideas, but if mm-hmm. someone comes to me and it was like, help me figure out what to do, that's yes. when my mind goes like that. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. That's oh my gosh. Start to exactly. think of like things. Yeah. 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 That's Cause I, I had this summer, I had a grandmother of the bride come in. She's like, Oh, you should make your own dresses. And I was like, I don't, I don't think I'd want to. And she's like, Oh, but you should. And I'm like, no, I, I literally don't even know how 
to come up with something new. What I'd probably do is like make a second dress of one that I already have like hanging up in here. But when I have brides who come with like their grandmother's dress and then they have like a a photo of what they want it to look like. I'm like, okay, yeah. give me a picture and we can make it happen. But exactly. I, I'm not going to like design some, I think that is like yeah. supernatural if you can just yeah. come up with something new like that. So another yeah. thing that we are so similar in, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you looked closer, Nadine. You could hang out. I know. <laughs> and then we could write our own musical. <laughs> yeah. We still can. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, what... Cause I'm thinking of people who are listening and they're like, Oh my goodness, I am like on the same page as this girl. Like I want to do this too, but ooh, all these things. So like, what would you tell the listener who is thinking of even just starting the side hustle or yeah. the listener who is kind of at that side hustle and then they're ready to take the leap to go full-time, like just do it. You know, I know it's scary and it's, and it's nerve wracking. And you, if you don't know what you're mm-hmm. doing, just do it. You have the skills in order to, to do what you need to do. And the business stuff will come along with it. I'm not a business type person. So that's why I've, I find people like you or Melissa and talk to talk to you guys about it Mm -hmm. or here that could help me too. So figuring out that aspect will come with time. Right. Right. But just do it because it's, it's so important to start now and, and, it's and scary, but yeah. just make the Instagram, make the TikTok, <laughs> just yeah. do it. And, and, <laughs> and you'll find people and you'll be come into this awesome community and you'll be, you'll see other people do things. And I love the 12 days of Chris, the 12 days of right. Yes. And see everyone and what they're doing too. So I'm like, this is, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, and there is like, so I think you also giving yourself grace, like knowing, oh, I'm sorry. I totally cut you off. Oh no, that's okay. That's okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, and then it wasn't anyway. Like knowing that you are going to make mistakes and being yeah. okay with that, because if you're, you know, we kind of get stuck in that like perfectionism where it's like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then you just don't do anything. But yeah, like you said, you have the skills and we're not in a, like our industry, we don't really have that like validation because we work alone. So it's not like we have like right. a boss who's like, oh, good job. It's like, that's us. We're like, okay. You know, and then there's that self-doubt, which is a whole nother topic that we can that we be can talking probably, about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother episode, yeah. but um, just do it. Yeah. And giving yourself that grace to make mistakes along the way. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I have like three more topics that we'll have you back for because- that was okay. great. But in the meantime, tell us where to find you all of your, um, social media outlets. And, um, Kirsten is like the, one of the most entertaining real makers out there. So <laughs> I just made a reel for the other, for the next, uh, she's really talented. Oh, perfect. I'm really excited. I made it this morning. <laughs> this is a surprise. Well, I gotta get on that one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's a surprise. <laughs> okay. So what's your Instagram handle? And is it the same as your TikTok? Um, no. So my, my Instagram handle is at KG underscore alts. And then my TikTok, which I'm, you know, I'm on and Instagram's mostly my TikTok is just, I mean, yeah, ugly stepsister. I feel like like scrolling and watching things. Um, but you can find me at behind the seams underscore. (gasps) Oh, that is very clever. Yeah. Oh, I love that. like that is like my behind the scenes kind of thing. So yes. Oh, I, I wish just, I thought of that. Yes. That is so cute. 
Okay. Well, I'll add that to another one to follow. So behind your, behind your seams, behind the seams, I won't get behind your seams. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you, Kirsten so much. This is going to be such a great resource for our listeners and um, we cannot wait to have you back. Yay.